What's going on, guys? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. Uh, before we get going on NBA Thursday, special thanks to BetterEdge.com. Better Edge is the new place for everyone out there to start making your sports bets. And the great thing about Better Edge is it's not your average sports book. As a matter of fact, it's not a sports book at all. Better Edge is like a stock trading platform for sports. And Better Edge doesn't charge a VIG. So that pesky little minus 110 that's so tough to beat doesn't exist. And for average sports bettors, for everyone listening who likes to put a couple bucks on a game every now and then, the VIG is what you can't beat. The VIG is why everyone loses money over the long run. When you get rid of the VIG, you are betting risk-free. So for everyone out there who wants to start betting with the expectation of not losing anything over the long run, check out Better Edge. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Promo code SHARP. That's SHARP with a P. That's going to get you 10 free dollars in your account. Play around with that 10 bucks. It's rollover free, by the way. So make a bet. See how you like it. See how you like betting VIG free. Online, betteredge.com. That's B-E-T-T-O-R, edge.com. Promo code SHARP. All right, what's happening? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. How you guys doing? How's your week going? You getting through? It is Thursday the 18th. We are flying through January. Uh, February. Oh, man. We're going to be, like I said before, it's going to be football season before you know it. We're all going to have our vaccines. It's going to be good to go. But uh, thanks for joining us on an NBA Thursday. On today's podcast, we'll talk about the All-Star Game. Who to expect in the All-Star Game, and how does it line up with our player rankings? Because I always think it's it's really interesting. Every year in, in every sport, at least every sport that I have player power rankings for, that the All-Star Game usually differs from my player rankings. And that's okay. You know, the All-Star Game is... Uh, about the fans. The fans give 50% of the vote. It's about fun. It's about entertainment. So I understand the whole idea of the best, highest-ranked players aren't always necessarily going to be the ones representing their conference. Well, this year, it's actually a little bit different. I found that nine of the ten projected starters up to this point... Now, keep in mind, the, the All-Star game is until March 7th, so we've got a couple weeks. But right now, the projected starters, nine out of ten of them are my nine top players in the NBA. And usually, like I said, it's I understand why it is, because the fans get to vote. It's short sample size. If one player has a breakout beginning of the year, you know, you usually get something, some weird all-star games. But I'm really, I'm really uh how should I put this? I'm really happy with the public out there. You know, I <laughs> you don't say that too often doing this, where you're really thrilled with what the public's doing, but I love the, how the voting's come in so far. So let's go through right now, talk about the East and the West, who's projected to be starters, uh, where I have them ranked, and I will obviously point out the one player who I think is a little uh, misplaced here. But uh, I'm also referring to a Sports Illustrated uh, SportsIllustrated.com article. When was this written? Michael Pina, February 15th. So it was written a couple days ago. And it's predicting the 2021 NBA All-Star Game rosters. It's using information that's obviously publicly available, early voting, and uh, all that good stuff. So we'll start off in the Eastern Conference. And I have uh, four of the five starters in the East. So so West has all five out of the five. So the East, we'll start off in the front court. Uh, Joel Embiid. 
He's had a great season so far. And and look no further than how the 76ers do with and without Embiid. Now, I had my question marks. How was he going to mesh with Doc Rivers? How is that partnership going to be? Doc Rivers is doing great things right now. I mean, he, he might be, you know, coach of the year status at this point. So Joel Embiid, who's had a great season so far, is my uh, highest-ranked center in the East, okay, in the Eastern Conference, and it's because he's extended his game. You know, he's gotten that mid-range shot down so well, which, well, if there's one thing you need in 2021 NBA, it's a mid-range shot. But either way, Joel Embiid's mastered that. Um, he's shooting great from three. As a matter of fact, no player in the Eastern Conference has matched Joel's shooting percentage when you combine mid-range and uh, three-pointers. So he's doing very well shooting, scoring, and uh, obviously he means a lot to that Philly team. So he's very good overall. I know I live in Denver. A lot of my friends think that you know, it's like a competition between Nikola Jokic and Joel Embiid. So all my friends are like, oh, Embiid sucks. Embiid sucks. Embiid's pretty good. So he's good scoring. He's really improved shooting. And uh, yeah, he deserves to be on the All-Star Game ballot. Uh, staying in the front court, uh, Giannis Attentacumbo for the Milwaukee Bucks. I mean, really, what are you going to pick in Giannis's game that doesn't deserve to be celebrated? You know, he's one of the best scorers. He's gotten great at defense. If anything... You know, I, I do believe that maybe Milwaukee needs more of that closer, that shooter at the end of the game. Uh, it was a couple games ago, a couple days ago, uh, you know, uh, Giannis missed a final shot. And that's pretty much all they were talking about on ESPN the next day is, oh, Giannis, can he make the final shot? Can he? And I often don't go to ESPN for my handicapping advice, but I think they're right with that situation. They need a closer. They need to trade for someone in Milwaukee who can hit those shots because... Giannis isn't a shooter. It's like the one thing he doesn't do. And again, kind of talking about Joel, it's like, okay, 2021, it's strange that one of the best players doesn't do, you know, doesn't shoot well. But look at his overall game. Anyone out there trying to tell me Giannis is one of the best players in the NBA? He deserves to be on the Eastern Conference uh, starting lineup. And uh, to finish out the front court in the East, Kevin Durant. I mean, obviously, Kevin Durant is, or maybe not obvious to you guys, I think he's clearly the second best player in the entire NBA. And we're not just talking about how many points a player's worth, overall net value to a team. How good are you on offense, defense? What do you do to the locker room? How good is that team when you leave? Things like that. I mean, Kevin Durant, again, just just tell me why he shouldn't be on this list. Great shooter, great player, second best player in the NBA. Of course, he deserves to be on the Eastern uh, front court starters. All right, now here's where it's interesting. The backcourt starters for the East. And when you look at the guards for the East and the West, it's so funny. It's not even close. The Western Conference has all the good guards. So it's not that tough to pick out these couple guys in the East. Bradley Beal is the first one who I'm putting on my list, and he's very highly rated. He's one of the best guards in the East. I think he deserves to be in the starting lineup, and right now, he's projected to be in the starting lineup. And a lot of people out there who may not have been paying that much attention this year, it's like Bradley Beal for the Wizards. Don't the Wizards have like six wins? Yes, they do, but Bradley Beal is shooting unbelievable so far. I mean, he's, what, 33 points. Uh, Let's see. He leads the NBA scoring 33 points a game, leads the NBA in usage, 36.6%. He's, uh, if those two marks hold, he'll finish this season as the 11th player in NBA history with over 30 points per game and a usage above 35%. He's shooting well, playing great defense. He's the only reason there's anything positive right now in, in Washington. And I think it's, it's going a long way to keep Russ happy. <laughs> you know, if Bradley Beal wasn't there... I think Russell Westbrook may be very 
loudly unhappy at this point in the season. But that's not the case. Bradley Beal uh, should be a starter, and not a lot of people talk about him. So he's a very, very good player, and he deserves it. The other guard who's slated to start in the East, I do not have. He's one of my better guards, and that's Jalen Brown in the Celtics. Now, I want to be careful because I do have him as one of the better guards, just not top two guard in the East. I think that Jalen... Who do we have there? We had... Um, um, oh, I had uh, James Harden here instead of Jalen Brown. And I think James Harden for sure. I mean, he's way higher rated than Jalen Brown. If you just look at at the Brooklyn Nets, look at one game. I know it's a small sample, but look at their last game against the uh, Phoenix Suns. Okay? Brooklyn comes back from 25 points down, and it was all James Harden. I mean, he was not just shooting, hitting great shots, assisting, leading that team, being vocal. He's done enough in his career to understand the difference between winning a championship and just being a very good player. James Harden wants that championship, and I really believe he has changed fundamentally as a player. So in my opinion, James Harden should be on this list, not Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown has had a really good season so far, but the idea that he's better than LeBron or than, uh, than James Harden in many of these categories, many of these stats, is laughable. I think that James is it's so much the better player. I mean, it's not just the, the X's and O's and the numbers and everything I get back when I plug stuff in. It's the eye test. I mean, Bradley Beal making the starting lineup playing for the Wizards is one thing. We know it's a bad team, but Boston shouldn't be this bad this year. Them underperforming is largely on Jalen Brown, right? It's two different things. You may say, well, how can you say Bradley Beal should be on it and Washington's so bad and Jalen Brown, you know, how does Boston being bad hurt him if he's had a great season? It's because, again... He should be the reason why Boston's doing well, and he's not. Bradley Beal is the only reason that Washington's doing well. So it is two different situations. Uh, now, Jalen Brown's stats, like I said, have improved this year. A lot of people are calling him a mini Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> oh, boy, I don't know about that. So Jalen Brown, a lot of people like him. I'm, I'm selling my Jalen Brown stock right now. And uh, again, I think he's good. He's just not as great as a lot of other people think he is. Matter of fact, I think Jason Tatum uh, for the Celtics is a, a better player who's not recognized on this uh, article as being a starter. So, you know, the East is interesting. Um, I think the four out of the five players deserve it. Uh, I would put James Harden up on this list very fast. And the couple other players who this article mentions, by the way, they don't mention James Harden. Jason Tatum, we talked about him a, l- a little bit. Uh, Chris Middleton for the Bucks. Um a lot of people think Chris Middleton could be that guy to make that final shot, to take over. But, I mean, he has crumbled in the playoffs. Like He's been a great player for a long time. As a matter of fact, last year, he barely missed out on the 50-40-90 club because uh, he shot 49.7% from the field. So he's good. If anything, he's great. you know. But playoffs come, and, and that goes out the window. So Chris Middleton deserves the, uh, the shout-out there, but I wouldn't put him in the starting lineup. Uh, you've got Bam out of Bio with the Heat. He's been injured this year, played a good season. And, uh, yeah, they mentioned a couple other guys here, Kyrie, James Harden, Julius Randle, but really no one else who sticks off the list for me in the East. Let's get to the Western Conference because the Western, I have all five starters as my five highest-rated players, at least at their positions, in the West. Uh, LeBron James, clear, you know, that he's going to be starting for the Lakers. Best player in the NBA at age 35. What more needs to be said? If you guys disagree, yell at me. Find me on Twitter at SharpAnglePod. Let me know what you think about LeBron being in the starting lineup. But I think he's the best player currently in the NBA. Uh, why would you argue with that? Kawhi Leonard for the Clippers. I think this is ideal. I think Kawhi Leonard 
look at the Clippers this year. You know, uh, Doc Rivers leaves. Ty Lue comes in. I had a lot of question marks about how the Clippers were going to do, both on the court and in the locker room, and a lot of those concerns have gone away. I think they're playing very well, and they're playing up to their opponents. I mean, all these big games they need to do well in, they're playing great. Some have dropped a couple games against some lower lower opponents, but either way, Kawhi Leonard is a huge reason why this team's playing well. Now, I don't want to overlook Paul George, and Paul George will not be in our starting lineup. Paul George right there is number six, maybe number seven for the Western Conference, so I don't want to ignore him. He's done very well so far. The West is just so loaded, and Kawhi belongs in that conversation. So, so far, we've got LeBron and Kawhi. Other player in the front court for the West, yep, Nikola Jokic for the Denver Nuggets. And Nikola Jokic, I really believe if everyone watched Denver Nuggets basketball, he would be MVP voting every year. He'd finish top of the league. People would like him so much more. I was listening to the Dan Patrick show last week and uh, McLovin, one of the producers on there, he said that he'd rather watch Zion Williamson warm up than Nikola Jokic play. And that's just so disrespectful. It's like, wait a minute here. This is one of the best players in the NBA. He's certainly one of the best scorers, and he's increased his rebounding, assisting, steals. This guy's the overall package. He's one of the best players that no one talks about, and he deserves more recognition. Nikola Jokic for the Denver Nuggets is in my starting lineup. All right, now here's where it gets real tough. The backcourt starters for the West, because the West has a lot of guards. Okay, now I'll give it away. The two who are the starters are my two best guards in the West, Damian Lillard and Steph Curry. But when you look at the West against the East, there's a lot of players who we're leaving off here. I already mentioned Paul George. You've got uh, Luka Doncic, uh, Luka Doncic, uh, De'Aaron King. I know Zion Williamson isn't a guard, but we left him off the list. Um, I mean, DeMar DeRozan, Chris Paul, Devin Booker, Brandon Ingram, CJ McCollum, Mike Conley, (laughs) you know? Uh, there's so many players right now in the West. And it's funny because if you look around the NBA, most players have honestly just avoided where LeBron James has been for their whole career. A lot of these guys were in the West for years, you know, because LeBron James was in the East. He's with the Cavs and the Heat, and you get Kevin Durant going to the, the, the Warriors, and then LeBron comes to the West. That's like, okay, then now we're going to the to the to the Nets and we're leaving the West. <laughs> Have you noticed that? But there are a couple players who got left behind who are still in the Western Conference, specifically at the guard position. So the West is loaded at guard. Did I mention CJ McCollum? I think I did, but he deserves for sure to be mentioned. The only thing wrong right now for for Portland is McCollum and, and Damian Lillard do pretty much the same things very well. But talking about Dame Lillard and Steph Curry, you know, these guys stick out above the rest to me. They're just so good. You know, look at the Warriors, how bad they were last year. They add Steph and suddenly they're an above average team. And I don't think he gets enough credit for that. He is still one of the better players in the NBA. No one talks about him, but his efficiency, how he shoots, how he keeps his team in games. Look at last night's game. He brought his team back from 12 points down. They ended up winning in overtime because of him pretty much. So he has the ability to pull LeBron and put the team on his back and shoot his team either back from a a deficit or pull away with, with a lead. So Steph Curry, you know, let's not forget about Steph. And then Dame Lillard. I... I think most people understand Damian Lillard, probably the best guard right now in the West. And I mean, I feel bad that Portland hasn't done enough to surround him with good talent. But, you know, I think that that Damian Lillard is arguably the best pick and roll scorer in the NBA. Maybe besides Steph Curry, but without a healthy CJ McCollum and Yusuf Nurkic this year, he's done so well stepping up with other people around him being hurt. And Damian Lillard... Uh, deserves a lot of recognition this year. But like I said, there's so many guys in the West we're leaving off who we're not, simply not going to go in depth with. 
Luka Doncic. We mentioned uh, De'Aaron King, Paul George. But I also want to bring up Anthony Davis because Anthony Davis is right there on the outside of the top five for the West. And I went back and forth, you know, because my rankings are really... You just have to tweak one little thing and it moves from Kawhi, LeBron, and Jokic to... Um, Anthony Davis, LeBron, and Jokic. So that's the one kind of questionable spot in the East or in the West. Uh, I do think that Kawhi Leonard deserves to be there, but let's not forget how good Anthony Davis is. And I think his recent injury and him not playing these next couple weeks will greatly hurt him. He's going to be hurt for the All-Star game anyway, so you can kind of take him off the list. But if we're talking pure rankings and where players should be, I think Anthony Davis absolutely belongs on that list. Now remember, the All-Star game isn't until March 7th. Starting lineups will be announced probably the next week or two. So if we were wrong about any of these projected starters, we'll come back, do a refresher, and and, kind of catch up on that. But that does it for our NBA all-star game show whatever you guys have going today tonight good luck we'll talk to you tomorrow on the sharp angle podcast